Welcome back to Birds of a Feather. I didn't even realize that I don't think I've even sent my co-ed Eddie an invite. So we're going to wait till he joins on. In the meantime, hope everybody's well. This week went super fast, but in a good way, because work was, for me, work was busy as hell, which is good because I wanted to be busy. But it's another thing when you're morning halfway through the week from a very whack week Phillies NLDS loss, which for seven games, they could have just lost it earlier after them first two wins and just got it over with. But, you know, if my co-ed joins tonight, we're going to lament over this probably for five seconds and then keep it moving because whatever we got out, we got out before the end of the week. So me and Eddie have a tendency to mourn in private. (laughs) So there's that. My glasses look horrible. All right. That's a little better. I don't feel like putting on earrings because I'm going to do this real quick. Um, if somewhere in the middle of the pot it gets a little weird because I don't know if Eddie is aware that I sent him an email. I don't know if he's taken a while to figure out how he's setting himself up, but it's fine because whatever. I talk about right now we might reiterate or we might just move on but yeah the Phillies losing was really stupid and disgraceful in a sense that seven games was not enough or no excuse me seven games was too much for us to be dragged through if we knew that they were gonna lose gas toward the end but mind you the World Series two years ago was kind of that way I mean they only had maybe one good game but they basically couldn't hit. It's the same issues. And so now I'm hearing more people, um, whether analysts or not, basically say the same thing. Um, you can't expect a bunch of guys who only just want to jack home runs to always be consistent in a major playoff game because that's going to be the one time that they don't hit home runs. I thought by the last two, like by game five, they would figure out that maybe it's just important to get on base. Maybe it's just important to get runners in scoring position, actually scoring instead of worrying about hitting the back of CBP, you know? And because of that, the Diamondbacks ended up making the Phillies look stupid and it made them look like they were over pursuing and not looking at the ball and just swinging at anything. Shout out to Nick Casty. As fun as it was, boo, you went right back to the form that I couldn't stand when you first joined this team. So you went from... You went from a pumpkin to a carriage back to a pumpkin. So I feel like majority of this team needs to understand that it's not always about the big hit. Sometimes it's just enough to get your ass to home base. And I think a lot of the players who were slacking this year picked up at very odd times in the postseason. But it seemed like when Bohm started breaking through in game seven that that was going to be the kicker. And all you needed was for Stott to come alive and he hit something. But those two guys I thought were actually going to be kind of the pillars of as to why they were going to win this series. And I didn't think it would ever go to seven. I don't think anyone did. And apparently in 141 years, this hasn't gone to seven. So the fact that the Diamondbacks took the Phillies down to their very last batter, Nick Cave, um, which wasn't going to happen uh, with anything there either anyway. But all the times that they've had uh, miraculous comebacks in the regular season – it's a whole nother thing to play in the NLDS and play like a regular season game because a regular season game, you're assuming more games are coming. Whereas this was like 
their World Series. And speaking of World Series, that's pretty much what Ranger Suarez was saying when he knew it was his time to come back up in the series. And things were looking kind of dire. And the fact that he has done what he could do as a pitcher, I think that there were problems managing and mismanaging this roster many times as Rob Thompson eventually had to admit in the postseason presser that there were times he probably should have switched it up. Now, when when coaches say that after the fact, it's usually because they're basically saying, I was not going to gear to anybody's emotions, you know, and that's why he became the coach, I assume, is because he didn't coach on emotion. But they seem to swear by the analytics, which usually tells them that someone like Marsh can't hit on left, left-handed uh, pictures or pictures or something like that. But then at the rare time he does make contact, to me, that just throws the whole theory to shit. So therefore, I think that you should kind of just go by feel, which is what Charlie Manuel used to do. And yes, at times your feel can be wrong. We understand that both methods have a way of not being accurate. But in the situation where this game was going to be going past five games and you pretty much should know the roster on both sets of teams, on both teams, I think that you as a coach should start just trying your luck at shit because you don't want to have to go to seven. And so I think at some point, Tom, if, if people just who were fans were screaming about just push Bohm lower or push JT up a, a notch, you know, to me, those weren't big asks. You know what I mean? If you really want to just tink, tinker with the roster, to me, those were the two uh, moves that made the most sense, you know, and it, and it looked good that they put, um, that they put Zach back in there to um, sort of be that, I guess, bridge to the eighth or whatever. But seeing Zach Wheeler coming out being like almost like in a, <laughs> like almost like a closer, but not really. It was weird to see him in those in those innings, but he did what Zach always does. So even if he did get hit, it really wasn't anything dramatic. I just think at that time, you knew you weren't expecting to see anybody else but the guys who probably haven't gotten the ball. And mind you, Tejon Walker hadn't gotten the ball at all during the whole series. So I can understand why he's upset, but knowing he had been shaky throughout most of the regular season, had maybe a couple of good uh, starts, he definitely is going to be that guy that's going to be lower in the bullpen. He's not going to start probably again next season. Um, Nola, I don't know. I don't think he's worth the money to bring him back. I know that he had this huge, impressive postseason uh, resurgence but when it came to this particular Diamondback series this is the stuff that irks me about him is that when you need him on a series the most it's he's already tuckered out you know from the previous season so series so I just feel like he's not reliable even on the moments that you need him and uh, here goes Edward this will be cut so speaking of which here comes that good-looking guy named Eddie B. He's got his picture up here, so he's just basically smiling at me without moving. So I'm going to wait till he fixes his picture because he doesn't have his audio on. And here he comes. There he is. What up? Oh, he's got his Eagles. See, notice both of us were, like, smart. We said, it's time for Eagles focus now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that time. I mean, it's... All right, Eddie, so I've been... In, so welcome, uh, formally, I'll just say welcome back <laughs> to Birds of a Feather, the code edition. We are in our Eagles gear. Eddie is head to toe. Kelly Green, because Lord knows we both would have been at that game. It would look hella fun. I don't know why I'm saying hella, because that's a West Coast term. But I didn't even put my earrings on. That's how tired I am. As you know me, we both had a, had a busy week, so... 
Oh God, yeah. <laughs> work, work kicked my ass mentally, so I didn't even think to try to even look somewhat cute. So I'm just like, I just want to get shit out. So I pretty much vented earlier, and I'm probably gonna be doing a lot of cutting later. So lay it on me, Ed. How did you handle your grief once the Phillies blew it? Well, for me, you know, it was a lot of. Uh, it was a lot. Of, can you hear me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for me, it was a lot of um, just like a lot of lost opportunity there, and it drove me nuts. That's the part that drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. I just and the thing is, like, yeah, I, I put a lot of blame. It's like you can throw a lot of blame around, like, and I, I put on the fact that all because of what happened in a game down to the last two games, uh, Topper got out coached, out managed. I, he did. I mean, uh, clearly, and and the Phils just showed they showed poor plate discipline. Like they were swinging at everything, and you and everybody wants to blame Cassiano's like right off the bat. It's not. It wasn't just him. Like all all our big guys, like Harper and Turner, those guys didn't show up in the last game. Really, last two games, especially not Turner. Yeah, and just swinging at everything, and then you went up there take any pitches you gotta take some pitches you gotta see what the because that in that last game they should have won like that rookie looked scared he looked scared you mean you tell me and he was not hitting the strike zone everywhere either so i'm just like why are we swinging everything he's throwing like make him mm-hmm. make him throw you a strike like make him beat you mm-hmm. like make him beat you don't don't just say oh here i'm just gonna swing at everything he throw offers at me and then see what happens you know, and they and they went and tried to. They lived and died by the long ball. It was like, okay, well, if we don't hit home runs, not going to win. I was like, no, you got to play some small ball too, which they could have easily did. All I do is get some get some guys on base. Mm-hmm. You know, and which they could have easily done if they were just been patient at the plate. Instead of like, swing like going, all of a sudden they're all most most of the guys were down, oh oh two, and like two couple pitches they were already down oh two and sitting there like, oh, oh, I got no. No, no balls and uh, two strikes already. So then, then your defense <laughs> is swinging at that point because you have to. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was a lot for me, and I, I don't think that, yeah, Kimbrel pissed me off, but I also don't think that kid was ready. Kirkland should have never been pitching in those two games, in those in games, because we should have taken it in five. Should have taken it in five. Kim, that kid Kirkland should not have came in and pitched in a high press situation because he folded. He I folded said, and then Wesleyan yep. blew it, yep. and then Kimbrel blew it. Mm-hmm. And I think the kid's going to be good, uh, Kirkland, but just not yet. I don't think he was. That was, this wasn't the time to test him out like that. Nope, that was a gamble he didn't need to make, Copper. Yeah, but and that was my main emotion of it. I mean, it was just like, I mean, oh no, look, I, yes, I wanted them to go to the World Series, but hey, look, they gave us a great year. It's disappointing that they didn't go there, but you know what? It could be worse. I could be, <laughs> it could be one of those other fans in other towns. The baseball teams ain't do shit this year. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I'd be rather still watching, I was I was watching the game this week, but hey, is what it is. So, were you kind of numb? I was just kind of numb halfway through it. I think I was actually getting distracted and moving around. Well. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't even a factor of being numb. It was just like, okay, I've been here before, you know. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's what I mean, like numb and also just like 
I guess kind of nostalgic, but like saying, well, you know, yeah. nobody, I mean, nobody wanted a, to be in a game seven. So to me, I've that been, was I've, the, been a, I've been a Phillies fan all my life. And like, and honestly, that doesn't even rank, rank up there. One of my worst losses I've ever seen. Like, well, we're just I agree. I hate when people keep saying it's the worst loss in history. No, it's not. No, it's not. We, they, did you see a little segment on, was a hard uh, year on the for fanatic? Most people. <laughs> huh? Did you see the segment on the fanatic when they were talking about that? No, I probably wasn't paying attention. And but... I, I completely agree because for me, number one, maybe like five, maybe, but most is uh, the last game in the vet. Okay, that's my worst loss in the in in, in sports. Uh, for me, you know, that was the, the last loss of the vet. I was there with my dad. They were closing the vet out, and they lost to Tampa. When they never lost, they haven't lost to Tampa in like years. Oh God, it was Tampa. No wonder everybody kept bringing up when uh McNabb threw to Tampa because I wasn't paying attention to sports then. But that's mm-hmm. why I, I kept wondering why. Why are people comparing this to Donna McNabb losing? Me and my dad were at that game. He so threw the ball to Tiki Barber. Gotcha. <laughs> Tiki intercepted and ran it all the way. Oh, back. you were talking about football. Okay. Yeah. That's why I got okay. I got confused because I thought you were like having reminiscent the last time the Phillies played in the vet. That's now, what I was talking about. Okay. Number two okay. for me is Joe Carter. <laughs> Joe Carter and uh and I when the Phillies lost in ninety ninety nine. Okay, enough said. When you say ninety nine, I know that was bad because I wasn't I wasn't paying attention then either, but yeah. Yeah. For me, I mean I remember I was it was ninety ninety seven or ninety nine. Um I know the I 90s that. weren't good to the Phillies at all. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I was at a camping trip watching on this little-ass TV. <laughs> and Joe Carter hit that home run, and series is over. We had the momentum. We were about to force a game seven, and it was coming back to the vet. Nope. <laughs> Joe Carter was like, fuck all that. It's not coming back. Say, Don't celebrate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... Well, I'm glad yeah, you broke yeah. that down because that's that's where my lack of knowledge is because I I'm I am one of those gr- girls that didn't learn really or get into sports until after like the first World Series. So, especially baseball because this baseball as everyone says it's very slow. This these new generations have made it more eventful and obviously the, yeah. the NFL in general has changed. Obviously, some say it's softer, some say it's not. Same thing with NFL, all these all these sports. But yeah, um, I, I even think the loss to, I mean, we're talking about Philly sports history. We're talking, or we're just talking about the Phillies. The loss to uh, the Cardinals and the and LDS that was worse for me, you know, because to be honest with you, with you, they had that year they they were stacked and they could have they, they could have gone all the way to World Series that year. And they Howard. lost they lost they lost to the, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and then LDS. Was that they didn't Ryan even, they didn't even get to the championship himself? series? Was, uh, was that when Ryan Howard, was that when he pulled his Achilles, or was that another series? No, that was against, uh, was that against the Dodgers? I feel like it's, it was, maybe up. it was the Giants. It was probably the Giants. It was the Giants when he messed his leg up, yeah. Okay, because Cardinals was what team? Hmm? St. Louis. St. Louis, I know, but I'm saying, like, what year, like, who was on that team? That was 2011. Okay, that was the 2011 year, okay. Yeah, because yeah. that was, to me, the most damaging. Because, like you said, we had the we had the five aces. Yeah, time. we were so good that year too. Yeah, and it's hard like to reclaim that. that kind of glory. But, and I don't want to get caught in that because I told you, like with Zoom, I only got so much time. So, yeah. <laughs> moving on. 
Yeah. But I wanted to let you let it out because, you know, you got to school me on some of this stuff because, you know, I was one of the people, like I said, I was late to the game. But once I started to understand it, I just God. like you, I still know this feeling already. So that's why I guess I didn't feel as vitriol as some people were on Twitter and, and all the, the apps because I'm like, we've been spoiled in the last two years. Like we've had yeah. almost getting there so many times that it's like, we don't know what losing is. And then, um, <laughs> you know, as soon as we get, <laughs> you put the thumbs up. Um, but I just feel like that at this point. Oh, I didn't point, mean to do that. That happened. Oh, I know. I saw it. But I thought you were just giving me the thumbs up. I was like, okay, cool. Well, yeah, I guess mentally that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what's this do? <laughs> no, but um, the point of what I was trying to bridge you even before you came in the call was just that I was trying to just piece it together and say, when you've been here before and we've had so much success, you are now nitpicking at every damn thing they didn't do right the, the following year. And so here we are. Mm -hmm as fans trying to compare stuff. And I, I notice it happens every time we lose stuff. Everybody wants to say it's the worst and it's never the worst. There's, there was something always worse than that. It's just what we're remembering. No, it's, just, it's just fresh. That's all. It's just fresh in your mind. I'd rather yeah, you just say, I feel like crap, you know, but there's a lot of people who yeah. honestly live and die with this stuff that are not well, yeah. that are probably taking this harder than we are. But yeah, that is true. I, and I'm thankful I'm not that person, but at the same time, it's like, do I feel hurt? Yeah, I do. But I also know that I wasn't really jumping to watch the Sixers last night. I fell asleep, but I saw the last basket and I saw they almost could have won it. But then I was like, no, they, they, you know what? I, I look, give it to them. They, they put up a fight. Like I did not, they were down by 20 at one point. And I was like, okay, Sixers put yeah. up a fight against Milwaukee is stacked. I mean, not as stacked as the Celtics are, but no. But come on, you got Dame, so everybody was putting us in our coffin once that was announced. And I, you know, a couple of things I did not like, and I hate to say the refs, but it, it got to a point where there was like three plays towards the end of the, in the last two minutes that, and the Sixers had the momentum, and the refs shut it down because I, I hate to say this, but it was like they wanted to fit the narrative. They wanted. Milwaukee to win that game. Yeah, because it wouldn't look good. It wouldn't Just look so good. So it could say, oh, look, they got Dame and they won. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. How, how dumb would that uh, us be to ruin his home? They they uh, called a foul on Obrey when he didn't even touch the guy. I don't believe it. He didn't touch him. He mm -hmm. did not touch him. Uh, Nick Nurse challenged, uh, challenged a, a foul and they said it was no foul, but they still gave him the basket, though. Wow. And I'm like, okay. How's that, how's then, that work? <laughs> I, I don't know how that worked, but once <laughs> they jumped up for a three-pointer, and they put him to the line for three shots because, and they said Uber touched him. Uber wasn't even near him. Me and Pete were sitting like, what the fuck is going on here? See? Like, am I, am I, did I just all of a sudden take a crazy pill or something? Like, what the fuck yeah, is going that, on? That's that thing. If they slow mode it and it was a home game, they wouldn't have heard the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like they the Sixers were actually they were they were charging back. They were gonna they were taking the momentum. They if they because he had he stopped them from making that shot, mm -hmm. and he didn't even put his hands, didn't even touch him. And I'm like, how is that? How are you calling this foul? Like, what is going on? There was one when the guy like knocked Maxi out of bounds mm -hmm. when he was trying to go for the ball, and they gave the ball to the Bucks. Mm -hmm. I'm like. Okay, yeah, like you can, what is you can going tell some on? stuff for giveaways. Yeah, I know I, I know how these refs go. There's some stuff that's so obviously when they make up calls, you know, I've learned that now yeah. the past like couple seasons now because it seems like a trend. 
But yeah, yeah, God forbid on Dame's home opener, you actually give the Sixers a fair shot to actually win this game because they actually look better than people. Thought. I, I just thought it was crazy that they that they they got down to one point. I was like, wow. Yeah, no. When I woke up, I literally saw the last bucket, and I was like, and I literally was like, oh man. And then I went <laughs> right back to sleep. I did. I I was yeah. in and out most of the game because part of me was kind of like not expecting much, but then I'm like, yeah. I was instantly impressed by Kelly. Um, obviously, because he had he had a lot of energy and spark, which was clear. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they were good for the most part, except for like um, a couple of poor decisions. But for the most part, they look. Honestly, it's, it's crazy how they look better without Harden. Yeah. <laughs> well, just to me proves that he they don't really need him. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure he was like watching a game like, damn, they don't need me. Well, they, did you honestly, did you hear that he got stopped of getting on the plane because they said yeah. he can't get on the plane because you know he what? hasn't committed well, to ten days of working out? Yeah, and I hate that because you know what? Everybody's like, oh man, they doesn't they just let me know fuck Harden. You know what? I hate to say it like that, but fuck him because he's not playing by the rules. He. Did not show up. He showed the one practice, and you expect him to let him let him go to the game? No, make him stay there. But what does it show? What does it tell you about what the NBA has been letting players get away with though? This far, this is why he's acting like that because this. Well, is apparently we're from up there. The generation uh, six that got under away investigation with now because they want to make sure yeah. there's a good reason. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, the NBA shouldn't even get involved because that's the affairs of the team. Like, I mean, the the league. Well, they already find him too. They find they find him for. I well, he's that, already what he's for what three hundred thousand dollars for not showing up to practice already. That and also what he said about um Maury pr- uh, publicly or something. They they gave him a reason to charge him for that. And I just like, well, yeah, you can't be slandering the same dude that just brought your ass here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, careful. That's why that. I don't blame. That's why I don't blame Maury for doing that petty shit of uh, uh picking up Obrey. Yeah, exactly. And they have a pass, so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, how's this gonna work? You know, he ain't playing with some dude that stole his girls, or so, allegedly is the rumor. Oh yeah, because apparently he took his girlfriend or something. I'm like, yeah, he's married to her now, and he, he married kids. her too. Yeah. I, like... I mean, I like... if he's that childish to be holding on to the fact that he's not getting the things he wants, then you know he's gonna be petty about working with oh, some dude she, that's yeah. messing with his girl, his his girl in his mind. But okay, so all that aside, did any of our regular players? And I know I just saw Embiid missing foul shots. That kind of annoyed me. So that was very, very weird. Like, and I I figured just because all the way in, it was a sloppy start to the game for both teams actually, (laughs) because they were both missing a lot of shots in the beginning. I I did. I I did remember hearing that. Yep. Yep. I heard a little bit. Very sloppy. And you know how it is the first like week in the NBA. It's always sloppy. It's kind of like the first NFL game, like first week. It's like it's sloppy. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a sloppy play. Yeah, I mean, I I just know that from the little that I saw. I know I saw one thing, a clip on a TikTok, and I mean, Giannis was punking and beat a lot. And I just said to myself, "All right, Joel, like seriously, your fellow African brother, like stop letting him make you look like a bitch. Like, yeah, you know, well, look like you want it. <laughs> Damn it." But, yeah, I, I think they'll be fine. Honestly, I. I, I I don't even mind not seeing Harden in the lineup. No, no one misses him. I think it's obvious he's creating his own hell at this point, but it's just sad because it's like we're going through this again, you know, with a veteran player as opposed to some young baby-faced Australian who doesn't know the difference between narcissism and being a teammate. But I just think that it's really sad that it's our team that has to go through this again because not only does it confirm all my things about how this front office don't know how to do shit right, but it also makes me realize, like, 
these players don't have as much control as you think, because if that's the case, they would not be making a um, an example out of Harden right now. They would have just gave him what he wanted. And because now the Clippers have backed off. They're like, well, we're good. You know, so yeah. the fact that he wanted to go there and they're doing that, I'm like, well, then take your ass to the Lakers because they seem to be taking all the other <laughs> veteran washed up dudes. <laughs> just go over there and just wait and pout, pout with LeBron. Maybe LeBron will pacify, pacify you. Mm, maybe. If that's what yeah. you want, because that's what Ben wanted. It seemed like everybody thinks the Lakers is an easy ride. I'm like, LeBron don't want no losers either, <laughs> you know. But no, he's been playing the game too long. You don't want that shit. Well, I just saw before I started recording too is that they they got him on a minute limit limit this season. So I'm like, well, I can kind of understand that he's. A I big mean, dude. this is what season what number twenty? Is he like three? Yeah. Oh, twenty four, twenty five. Okay, yeah. either way, it's long. <laughs> it's long, yeah. It's, long, like he's the body, Brady of the NFL, yeah. I mean, NBA. Yeah, your body so, has to start filming, start filming at this point, you know? Yeah, now at this point, everybody's going to be looking for their little bronze, and nobody's going to be him. So I just think at this point, some of these play, and I don't know, just before we switch, do you feel like at this point that LeBron was the only guy, or at least between him and Kobe, that could really dictate anything the NBA did as opposed to Players like, you know, what's his name? Um, Flat Earther. What's his name? Kyrie. Sir, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, even though Kyrie's playing nice right now, it's like, you know something's coming. But yeah, I just I just feel like there's a difference between players who have a way of navigating their careers as opposed to players that they're just looking at, like, shut up and dribble, like, for real, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, LeBron, he was a gen- – he's a, just like, like Kobe and – and Michael Jordan, like he's generational talent. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, I mean, him. I hate to say, like, use the term basketball royalty, but he kind of, kind of is. You know, well, <laughs> like, that's why they call him king. Um, there's a reason you know, for it's that. Like, it's not even just his play because he may not be considered the best player. I mean, people we've picked apart Michael Jordan even more so now that people will try to compare him. Yeah. Current day players, which is not fair. It's a different I generation, mean, but. Every I mean, great LeBron player in his has prom, won. Yeah, you want him on your team because he was a killer. Pretty yeah, sure. he was. I mean, I yeah. would rather want Braun from 10 years ago. I wouldn't want, want Braun now. because he's. Oh, yeah, him. you don't want the slower version, the older version nah. of Braun, yeah. Nah, but I just think that there's a difference now with how players move in the NBA as opposed to what they probably thought they could get mm-hmm. away with. And I think Harden's the prime example of what happens when you just can't, you're just in denial <clears throat> of your own greatness and you're just kind of tarnishing your legacy by being a piss, like a piss ant, you know, right now. Like yeah. either like the fact that even the last thing I saw was that he might even threaten in retirement. I'm like, well then do that shit because probably you're ruining your legacy by trying to act like pouting for a season is going to help you. It's not. So either play yeah. with us or, well, or retire. <laughs> it, it, it's it's just like we said before about him when we said that he overestimated. Yeah. Overestimated his, his value. Like he overestimated his value with the league and what he could get for thing is like and the thing is like you think you're really gonna get something for being a bad teammate and not and not showing up for playoff games when you should be there when you should be all in all that talk of oh i want to win but honestly uh, apparently you don't want to (laughs) win i think he's very casual i honestly think he's one of those naturally talented guys who actually is just passive about basketball but he feels like he deserves all the money and i'm like but notice all these other players out here who are still getting paid who aren't doing half of what you did you know yeah he's just lazy. Just lazy. Yeah, lazy. And, and that's totally because lazy, he is man. naturally talented. And that's the thing. I wasn't really excited when he came to the team at first because I was just like, all right, he can shoot. But I didn't see what else physically he, he added to the team because they need defense uh, as well as shooters. Yeah, and I was to, hoping. I, we that, all were. 
that's the problem. We're he was gonna hoping. come and be turn over a new leaf and be that guy. And maybe he's older and more mature. He'd be that guy that was actually gonna show up this time, but it just yeah, didn't happen that way. He won't be missed, but I, I tell you one thing: we will never be able to get back that kind of fire that Iverson brought to this team years ago. And some guys, oh, just no. aren't, some guys just aren't hungry, and it doesn't. It's not something that you can, you know, mail order. You're either born with it or you're not. And yeah. getting through these last years or two of this seat of this team, my expectations are, B, very, are not low, but I'm just not yeah. expecting much out of them anymore. You know, yeah. and B wants to win, but he needs help. And that's been the sense since since the process started. So my whole he thing wants is, to, he, but he, but we know he wants to win. He just needs the help. He need, he needs, he needs a center. He needs some. He needs some help. Yeah, and um, I just don't think at this part in his career he should still be looking for it. That's why I hate the front office because I don't feel like they truly understand what he needed. Because yeah, it's it's like McNabb, like him leaving his legacy and knowing that if he had a better squad, you know, maybe he might have made it through the Super Bowl and then back. And had he got, like, we should have went after Drew. I'm so mad we didn't go after Drew Holiday, or we didn't get him. I was kind of mad about that too, and I didn't even really think that much of him either. But I thought, you know, as a playmaker, it's like that's what you kind of need if you don't have like a name. You need a guy that you know is going to be consistent because all they need is, I mean, is extra legs and and defense. Lockdown, that's all they need. Lockdown defender and your starting lineup. I mean, because everybody you know, can't be shooter. Toby, our boy Toby looked good too. I didn't even Toby looked good. Toby looked good last night. I'm like, I never doubted Tobias. I was just one of those people who I wanted to see go to a next level. I'm proud of how we developed two years ago. So I never had a yeah. I I think not having Harden Harden in the lineup helps him actually. Well, yeah, because he's he's definitely someone that has to he has to have a certain type of rhythm, and if he's not blending with somebody, you can tell he gets very stagnant. And that's when and when they go to the playoffs every year, and everyone goes, "What happened to Tobias?" I'm like, "Well, obviously somebody's messing up his flow." So. But he ain't going to say that, you know, because yeah. that's not what mature people, especially someone like him who got paid so much. He's not going to say that shit. He's just going to just yeah. try to roll with it. Yeah, but, and you got to run it with, like, especially if you, like, pull and beat off the floor. You got Then you got to start using the right way. And hopefully Nick Nurse will. Then you got to run You got to run the offense through Tobias. If if you put – if you put – if you're putting uh, Embiid on the bench, then you run the offense through him. He should be the guy that steps up. That's been the Ma- ideal, but it seems like Maxie. every coach has never understood how these these guys fit when Embiid's not playing. That's the thing that's still irking. Yeah. So oh, that's hey, Nick Nurse. We'll... I'm just praying for him to figure it out. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll see what Nick Nurse can do with this team. Since, um, we'll see. We'll see. His last blood. name is Nurse, so let's pray for him. <laughs> yeah, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> this team is sick. Yeah, All right, before this cuts me off, um, <laughs> let's go to the obvious. The Kelly Green game was definitely fun to watch. All the visuals yes. are still coming out. I still haven't watched the mic'd up segments on a YouTube yet. I'm behind. So everybody's was was physical. I loved it. It was physical. It was, it looked beautiful. And... Uh, the cheerleaders yeah. had the old school look, you know. Yeah. Knowing that they, yeah. I think they had Reggie White's son as one of the captains. Did you hear that? Oh, no, I didn't hear that. Because yeah. I, I, yeah, that's cool. I think when they yeah, walked I out missed... the floor, he must have walked out well. Nice. But yeah, um, um, I'm happy they came to actually finally show they can do the show what they are a little bit. And it was still a little tease because that's st- that score could have totally went sky high. Had oh, it. they could have. They could have totally honestly, blocked the house. They were being a little timid. Well, and also they kind of they they didn't. You could tell they didn't want to like. They Run they could have did the ultimate fuck you to they Miami and score it again. Well, I mean, they 
Jalen fumbling and throwing the pick didn't help in the beginning either, but you see he rebounds like he does in the Super Bowl, like he does every time. So mm-hmm. even though it pissed me off, I was more like as soon as that happened, they got a flow back together right away. So yeah. I don't, that's all I, for don't the harp, I don't harp on those anymore like I used to. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm just glad he also admitted his knee is hurting him because he clearly has been slow. And, yeah. And it's fine with me because as long as he knows that if he like, like he cleared up in the presser, I saw the brief clip because I knew it was getting tense because I said, I know he's going to be the type of person like, I don't want to talk about this fucking injury every time y'all interview me. <laughs> and who knows when he hit it? They bang knees all the damn time. He could have hurt it. He could have did it in the game. He could did it last week in the game against uh, the week before. Someone said it was the Rams when he when he landed and kind of twisted, but I heard that was the opposite leg, so I don't think that was his left knee. Mm. But either way, the point is they bang these all the time. That's what happened to what's his name when he get he got taken out. That's why um, big baby, big baby went out for a little bit because he banged knees or or no 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 was it him or Nile? One of them went out because they banged knees. Yeah, the player. I think it was yeah, but that. But either way, Nile got his first sack too. So good shout out to our Georgia Philly dog. He, um, yeah, that that line. Oh God. That line's gonna be a problem for teams all year. Like, it doesn't even matter who's in there. Like, you can't like, really yeah. Doesn't. Reddick was blowing everybody up, but then also look who got everybody was getting home. Everybody yeah. was causing problems backfield. Like, it was just. I like, was very oh. happy about that too because they gave enough for Swift, but they also gave the fact that KG, even though sometimes it annoys me when they use him on certain things, because I'm like, what was the point of that? But he got his touchdown, so that was good. He re- he recovered nicely. Um. Swift is just good for middle of the field because you see once they let him loose, it's like all he needs to do is oh, yeah, he just goes crazy. Yards. I thought he was going to score at the end of the game. I was like, please, yeah. I need it for my fantasy team. Well, he I, like, thought, I know. Let's just, and he let's got just tripped up this. right at the bat. I was like, no. That like, was the one thing Eddie stressed to me. And every time he says it, I'm always forgetting why he asked. Like, why did they just do it? And I just was like, wait, what? And I, he was like, I just needed this like, to score. I was just he was a yard. He was a yard away from getting a touchdown, and the guy tackles him. I'm like, no. I had a feeling that they were they were doing that just because they didn't want them to get the ball back. But yeah, I, and I think they joked about it on the um on Sunday Night Football. They were saying there's going to be a lot of people with their bets going crazy now because they didn't yeah. score that last touchdown. But um, and also, I mean, you don't you don't want to do that. It's it's a matter of respect. No need to. You don't, you already went in the game. It's like it yeah. was like a minute left, and you just take the knee and let it go. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last time I remember that happening is obviously in Dallas when when Westbrook realized that he should he should slide, and that's when everyone was like, "Why didn't he score?" And then I, I didn't know at the time either. I was yeah. watching it going, "What? Why he didn't, didn't he have go to?" In the end zone? He didn't want to get. He didn't have to, and he didn't want to give them the ball back. So yeah, yeah there was no. I reason get it now. It. You can take a knee in yeah. the end, but the Kelly yeah. Green obviously is very popular. Even Devonta said this should be their regular uniform so obviously for all the newbies now they don't even know why they didn't have it before but it was because when Lori came onto the scene he had to change things up you know that was the whole point of him i like that i still like the midnight green i don't have a problem with midnight green but i was so glad when they did the black for a while because black was really yeah really I mean, I, I like the black on certain too. nights yeah i still yeah. like the black helmets and the all black so they can still do all black but um, it's good to have that option for certain nights, especially like a Thursday night or a Sunday night game. The other teams got crazy amount of jerseys, so I can't wait, right? I mean, ours looks better than them damn creamsicle Tampa Bay pieces of oh, shit God, that they wear. Yeah. Oh, that's a nasty, that's a nasty throwback. But them yeah, and the and Steelers, the... the Steelers look like they go into jail. They'll never yeah. bring them jailhouse ones back. There are some yeah. throwbacks that should never come back ever, you know? Yeah, but... you see, uh, you see Indies, uh. Because they really don't have a throwback, really, because they haven't really changed. I was there. mixed. How did you feel? Because everybody said they look like a college team. 
It did look like a college team. University of Kentucky or Memphis. Yeah, that, that weird color combination. Yeah, it looked like a college team. All those bright yeah. colors look like kind of look like a college team. Well, God I mean, you can even go as far as saying that the Eagles like they that number it, the bright, bright Kelly Green looks like a college like they that's how college teams wear their colors you know sometimes. But I I just think for some reason it makes sense for us already being a green a predominantly green team just like the Jets yeah. even when the Jets wear their mostly green. It's that same kind of old school feeling, but it's like, it makes sense. But here's mm-hmm. my thing. I'm going to give a shout out to the Bengals when they wear that white tiger uh, look on certain nights. I love that look for them. Oh, you like it? Yeah, it's okay. I like it. And I like the white uh, unis for the, for the Browns. I like when they wear their white. Uh, oh, the all white. The all white with the stripe. I, yeah, because yeah, that color scheme is boring as fuck, actually. And that's the thing. To me, they're, those are those <laughs> teams that need that variety because they look so blocked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the way the Browns look back in the 80s and 90s was even worse. So it's like, to me, they stepped up mm. a lot, you know? It's nothing worse yeah. than watching Seattle also blinding me with their damn neons, you know? Like, they, they oh, like color rush jersey? Oh, yeah. When they went to, like, the Skittles type of, like, color that almost, like, blinded me, I'm like, can they turn their color down? God damn, I'm blind can over here. Can you see the Bills, the Bills with that, looking like the Kool-Aid Bills. Man, they got all red on? Like, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, and actually, because I, I half-watched that game. I had it on my phone while I was sort of watching the Sixers. They stopped doing that, though, on Thursdays. They used to do the color rush on Thursdays, but they don't do it anymore. Yeah, and I'm thinking that's – because remember, because two seasons ago, we thought that would have been a perfect excuse for us to get the Kelly Green was because of the color rush, you know? Yeah. Um, Zoom said – Yeah, but I wouldn't that. want to see them running around in all – all Kelly all green, green like that? Oh, no. No, no, no. I like the breakup of the silvers. Wait, how about that? And this is how you know how anal us fans are. Somebody actually pointed out that the end zone eagle sign wasn't done right, that they needed to outline it with silver. I'm like, who the fuck is looking at that much detail? I was more loving. The logo itself was beautiful. The bird was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, like you see right over my shoulder. Yeah. Right, <laughs> exactly. Now, what they didn't need to do was have that end racism shit on, on the end. Like that crap, they need to stop that shit too, because you ain't going to never end racism. So let's just stop that. That's just catering and bullshit. But I, didn't have no, I had no problem with the words. And I thought the words would look nice, all white. Cause it looked like it looked like an old school, like it looked like an old, oh, I like the it. old vet, like they were I, an I, old vet or something. I almost like they, sh- I feel like they should just keep that for like even for like the December games, like almost kind of give it like an old school winter feel, you know what I mean? And yeah. give it kind of the old outline with the green, you know what I mean? So, cause my dad had given me one of his duffel bags that was like the old school Eagles thing, and I only kept it for so long, but I remember yeah. once pen leaked in and destroyed the whole bag. So yeah. Anyway. But so next time they play is obviously Sunday, uh, a rare one o'clocker uh, against the command. I know, it's a pro- isn't there a last one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we've pretty much been subject to what eight, four twenty-five, eight or four games. o'clock. Yeah, right. Which I I don't mind four o'clock. I hate waiting for games that end up being like what it was. I don't like the eight o'clock games. Got to drive me nuts. Eight o'clock is is you have to do something for the day because your mind will just constantly be waiting for it. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think they are they starting the Germany games too this week. I think or is that next week? Because they're going to uh, Germany. That's, is that next week for Kate and Casey? That to me is a little exciting. Yeah, Casey's yeah. going to be in Germany, so that's going to be kind of exciting because it's not it's not London. So I want to see how they're going to do this because eventually. The are they doing is, new, are they doing a Mexico game this year or no? First of all, let me just tell you how every time they've tried to do that, they have the same issue with the with the stadium not being fit. Oh, of course. Yeah. And I'm just like, first of all, can we just stop just stop messing with Mexico? Because y'all know what the fuck y'all doing to some of these people at the gate. Don't get me started. But yeah. I just feel like it's hypocritical to even have a USA-Mexico, I mean, an NFL-Mexico game, so whatever. But yeah, last time I checked, I think they took it off, but I don't know. Um, mm. 
I just know if they do Germany, that might be actually even more exciting. This is the first time, right, for Germany? The first time for Germany. The goal eventually is to do Africa, which I think will be very interesting. Um, oh, God, but at the same time, it's... Yeah. I'm playing <laughs> That's because Usi, Usi Umanure and all the uh, the Nigerian uh, retired uh, players have suggested that because they're doing a whole year yeah. Africa, NFL Africa. The thing is, they're gonna have to, all, all the players are going to have to get a shot regiment before they go, just like you do when you travel there. And the sad part is that nobody really probably would think about that unless it was Africa, which is sad because it's like every other European country, you still got to get a shot too. But they, yeah, you know, that's the first thought people have with Africa. Is well, like, I know you have to get a lot. Don't you have to get a, you have to get a lot of shots when you go there. You have to get a lot of shots when you leave the country, especially because when COVID shut us down and they didn't want people coming from overseas. Yeah. Over wow, it's that whole thing. It's just the fact that the fact that they're even traveling that far for football is is crazy, and it's also capitalism. But you know. Yeah. Here nor there. Oh, of course. It's all anyway, about so green. let's just hope that they play this game better because they when their first matchup with the Commandos, they almost lost. And the fact they went to overtime kind of annoyed the fuck out of me when they played them. So let's yeah, just Yeah, I, I, I think they want to make a statement against them and to just blow the doors off them this time. Right, I'm praying because... it'll be a total opposite, yeah. Because uh, this Sam Howell kid seems to be used to being on his back. So I think at this point, yeah. what's, what's yeah, one more couple of sacks for <laughs> Defense is playing better the past few games, so I think they're going to continue. They're going to ramp it up a little bit. Yeah, and, and got, honestly, I, mean, I, new, ex- I kind of expect safety more. safety, too, so there you go. Right. Uh, talk about it. Kevin Byard, who I was calling Keith for the longest damn time, but Kevin Byard is our new eagle. Apparently, yeah. the cut, uh, the um, deadline for, what is it, trades is Halloween. Yeah, so it's coming up. There's a big rumor big... going around, too, about Derrick Henry. I don't want him. We almost yeah. my time's gonna be gone soon, but I'm about to tell you right now. I don't need another running back. No offense. We're good where we You're are. Look like the Eagles went to the, the Super Bowl. We had like four running, five running backs. <laughs> I mean, we don't even know what's going on with Penny. Like they pretty much put him on ice. So it's oh, like, why would Penny we get Derrick Henry? A, I so, say just trade. If you're gonna get Henry, trade him. Get rid of him. I would rather more more safety help because there seem to be a lot of safety shaking loose all of a sudden. So get one more safety. But, the rumor is one Biner's of the guys. Bonner's a stud. I think we're gonna be uh. Who? He's one of those ball hungry safeties. He's a oh, Bayard. Yeah, no, he's going to. I have a feeling he's going to do good. I think he's had time to kind of chill because I don't think they've been using him as much. But he either way. He gets to come home, too, which is another Phillyite. Exactly. Yeah. So we got him and uh, we got him and uh, DeAndre back home. So that's a good thing to know. We got Philly dogs and we got the Philly Philly dogs back. <laughs> um, the rumor is there's another safety that's on the tip of the tongue. And I don't know if it's. I thought I saw Wilson, and I don't know if it's from the Colts or, or again, another. They're just so worried about Blankenship's ribs. Yeah, so. Which I don't blame because it's the second time he's gotten hit in them. This time, the blind side probably hit yeah, more rib, than the Ribs first take one. a minute to heal, too. So, I mean, Especially if he so. cracked them. They didn't really they didn't really uh, break down if he cracked them or just bruised I mean, it's them. Hard. It's them. hard to breathe. Yeah, Let alone hard imagine. to run or move. And you can't extend. Yeah. You know, because they said he had full practice, but I'm like, he also didn't have contact, so I don't expect him playing again this weekend. Yeah. They have to wait till the bye because after this is is Cowboys. Why would they want to push it? You know what I mean. Just you have one more game. Sure. You know the Cowboys is going to be hitting crazy. So just hold them until after the bye. They'll sure, make it yeah. work. But all right, yep. Ed. Any any good thoughts before this weekend starts? Thank God it's Friday. Yeah, thank God it's Friday. Uh, needed it. Uh, Go birds. Yeah, go birds, go uh actually the Flyers actually starting off well. Oh this yeah, year. fly guys are doing good. 
Yeah, they won, hey, what, 2-6 last night against Nashville? They beat the Predators. Yeah, Travis Konecki yeah. is getting more goals this year. They made it work for him and, and Cam Atkinson. Or whatever his name is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's so. a lot of new faces, but they seem to be working. So that that coach was serious about trying to make sure he got all his ducks in a row. And Danny well, he Briere got his he got his team now. Those are these guys he wanted. So let's see how it works out. So. And Briere and Jonesy over there. So that's good. But um, all right, go Flyers, go Sixers. I don't know when the next game is. Oh, but... and go uh, you can't leave the Union out. Go Union. Oh, that's they right, the Union. The yeah, they're kind of stuttering. Saturday, but... tomorrow, right? I think because I just saw yeah. um, Renee talking about it on social media. So yeah, yeah. Go Union. Everybody, just keep pushing wherever you are. We don't we don't need perfection. We just need y'all to win. That's just the theme of the rest of this year. Is just win, baby. All right, birds Hang of a feather. <laughs> birds of a feather. You are winning watching us too. Shout out to Eddie B. Shout out to me. Hey. And uh, have a drink for yourselves this Friday. You ain't got nowhere to go. Don't. <laughs> Ain't nothing out there for you if you don't need to be out there. We love you yeah, for paying attention if you were, and if you're not, don't matter. Go Birds, go Flyers, go Sixes, go Union, and who was else? Who's the other person? That's everything? Well, Phillies are done, so peace. Oh, still. Phillies are. <sighs> anyway, well, it was good talking right. to y'all either way. Thanks for paying attention. Talk to you later, Ed. Later. Birds of a feather, Bye. we out. <laughs>